Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, Rams fans. It is 20 past 9 a.m. on Sunday. FA Cup first round day for Derby County. I'm not sure I've been to an FA Cup first round game before. Um, as everyone knows, my memory is awful, but I don't think I have, because we wouldn't have been in last season, we have in the first year, we were in the FA Cup first round for quite some time. So um, anyway, I'm heading to my local train station, and well, I'm going to be heading across London to Euston to meet Derby Tom, and we're heading to Crew Away, Gresty Road, and uh, looking forward to catch up with Tom for an old-fashioned, old-school away day, on the train, on the ales. This is Steve Flumer's washing at the match. Let's go to crew. So Tom has arrived. We're on the train. Um, it's a very slow train, Tom. As ever, Tom is the frugal one of the two of us, which is, I would say, an attribute of yours and something which I'm not so good at. But we are on, like, I think it's a 10-hour train to crew, stopping at, like, Mars or something. <laughs> it's currently Saturday night at 7 o'clock. <laughs> um, no, it's currently half 10. We're on the 10.48. It's a three-hour train cut rather than a 10-hour via Mars. Um, and it was 30 quid rather than 95. So um, I thought that's a, that was a bargain return ticket. Um, yeah, it's really good to have a day out on the beers with you. It's a bit weird that it's Sunday and not Saturday, though. I'm a bit, bit, bit confused by that one. Yeah, absolutely. So let's think about uh, Derby County's form then, because obviously it's been infuriating the last couple of months. Pretty much all of October was win-lose, 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 just with a draw in there as well. It's sheltering them away. Um, losing to teams we should be beating, beating some teams which are good results. Um, where do you stand? I mean, we've had this debate on the pod a few cards podcast a few times recently I'm kind of in the camp now of Warren probably isn't the right man but I'm not entrenched in that position can today be the kind of you know opportunity just to put back-to-back wins together obviously we put four past Northampton in the week um could this help get some momentum back 
I think back-to-back wins would be important, but I actually think I prefer back-to-back league wins to try and pick those points up. The cup run would be nice, and obviously it depends who we're going to get in the draw, which happens to before the game as well, as to to how exciting that might be. Um, but I do think there's a lot of pressure on Warren, and I'm I'm a big fan of having uh, some stability, which is what Close has uh, said that we need to do, um, especially after the turbulent times that we've had. Um, but again, whether Warren is the right person to be that stable uh, man is a different question. The football hasn't been great. It's been uneventful, and it's been frustrating. I still think, despite the fact that he's been in charge for a year, we're still playing uh, round pegs in, in square holes and it doesn't doesn't quite work the system and uh, we're not putting the best team out uh, and playing the best system for the players that we've got. So that's on Warren and the fact that sometimes the, the effort and the motivation isn't there against some of the perceived lesser teams like Stevenage, for example, that's also a massive concern. So um, we want to see an upturn in fortunes. It's still only just early November, um, so we've got a long time to go in this season. Welcome aboard this London Railway Service. Tom, the FA Cup draw, second round draw, is going to take place before kick-off for Derby today, which I'm not a fan of, I have to say. But we've just been looking at some of the results from yesterday and some of the teams still in the tournament. And for you and I, being Southerners, soft Southerners, based you know just outside London, you've got family ties very much down in the southeast. There are some very appealing potential second round games, should Derby do the job today and get through. So which ones stand out to you? Where would you like to go on second round day in early December? So I'd uh, quite like the Kent sort of side of things. So Gillingham away might be a, a good one, although I have been there to see Derby. Ramsgate would be fantastic. Uh, eighth tier Ramsgate there. Cray Valley, if they beat Charlton today, would be absolutely fantastic too. Um, also Maystone United, which is where I'm from, is a uh, key place. So yeah, definitely would take on some of those Kent teams. Sutton United is a league team. Not been to Sutton. Looks like they're struggling bottom of League 2, but they won yesterday. So some nice southeastern games to go. So, Tom, I mentioned earlier that uh, the last time Derby beat Crew away was in 2005, uh, a 2-1 win for Derby County in a, a season which ended with us in the playoffs under George Burley. A few clues for you there. So, question is, Tom, can you name the 11 uh, which started that game? And I think there are a few obvious ones in there, but there's definitely a few. There's one play I've never heard of, so uh, good luck. Lee Camp was probably in goal because I remember him being in goal in the playoffs against uh, Preston and making that mistake. Mark Edworthy perhaps at right back with the left back. I was struggling here and I went Jamie Vinson. Centre backs Michael Johnson and Mo Konjic uh, in a midfield of Ian Taylor, Inigo Idiaketh, Morton Biscard with a front three. Essentially of Marcus Milton Keynes Central. Milton Keynes Central. Uh, a front three of Marco Wright, Gregor Raziak and Tommy Smith. Potentially Pesky Salido, Adam Boulder, Adam Murray on the bench. Who knows? That's my guess. And step onto the platform before removing heavy luggage and pusher chairs. Pretty, pretty good, Tom. But there's a few, uh, a few ones there you missed out. So our strikers that day were Gregor's Radiak, of course, and Marcus Tugay. In midfield, we had uh, Tommy Smith, Inigo Diarquez, Adam Boulder. You did mention him. Tom Huddleston, uh, Morton Biscard, defence. Michael Johnson. Uh, Chris Makin, who I do not remember making uh, on loan from Sunderland, I believe. Um, And then Jeff Kenner um, and Lee Camping Goal. Former Derby players who are also former railway men and have played for both Derby and Crew. Any ideas? Yeah, I think about this this morning. I think I've only got five, maybe six. So uh, I'll start with some obvious ones. Robbie Savage, Mm -hmm, of course. Uh, Seth Johnson, one of our favourite players uh, to wear a Derby shirt in our time. Rob Hulse, oh, um, who, I th- who I think definitely won. Um, and then uh, James Bailey and John Brayford. Yep. 
both, uh, I think we signed both of them from Crew. And then uh, his name is Varney, Luke Varney, I believe, was also Crew. Because I think him and Rob Holtz played together at Crew, like a deadly strike partnership. So, Tom, there's been a lot of debate about the style of play uh, that we play underneath Paul Warren, and, and people say, you know, often it's, it's boring, it's turgid stuff, and obviously when we don't play well, we don't play well. But I'm interested to know what kind of your view in view is of kind of the right way to play football. I saw a, a post on X this morning, and it was an interview between uh, Richard, did you smash it, Keezy, and Sean Dyche. Uh, Everton manager and they were talking about kind of the right way to play football and Sean Dyke was saying that he you know he talks about direct football but he's had to explain to his players what he means direct he doesn't mean kind of hoofball he means get it forward as quick as possible which I think is similar to what Paul Warren would say is his style of football is it's direct but it's not hoofball it's not aimless long balls it's you know get transition quickly get the ball up to the front people as quickly as possible do you think it's the right way to play football? Like, do you find certain styles more enjoyable, or is it just about, well, you know, Billy Davis didn't play the most attractive football, but he won one nil every week and, and it did the job. I think um, the right way to play football is effective football, and effective football is football that wins games. So, regardless of how you're playing, i.e., like Billy Davis, if you're winning games, people are happy. And like Derby scored some unbelievable goals and showed a lot of battle and a lot of heart, and that is therefore the right way to play football. Um, the Steve McLaren team and arguably the Nigel Clough team attempted to, but the Steve McLaren team of 2013-14 played exactly how I would love to see a really high-quality team play. Um, sort of swashbuckling fullbacks, like wingers, and like. Uh, midfielders joining into the attack and scoring goals um, and it was brilliant to watch it's probably the best derby team I've seen since the 95-96 promotion team uh, in terms of the quality of quality of football so in answer to your question there's not a right way to play football I would say there's a way to be effective and I think the problem I have with the Paul Warren derby team is that I don't think it's the most effective way that this bunch of players could play I think we could play in a different shape or in a different way we've got enough ball players to actually keep possession of the ball and if we had a manager who was more possession based i.e. the senior perhaps um, could we be seeing a lot more fruit from the, the labour of the Derby players so um, yeah I don't think there is a right way to play but I certainly think there's an effective way to play I think it's an interesting one because we saw against Northampton like as I've said numerous times this season we actually do have good players we do have a good team there and they're showing glimpses, you know, uh, Northampton at home, Blackpool away, Peterborough away in that first half, that they can play good, uh, attractive, whether it be attacking football or quick transition counter-attacking football. And maybe that's what they're trying to do week in, week out. And it's just the inconsistency that isn't there. Tom, we are in crew. <laughs> Welcome to crew. Um, we're going to head, we're hoping to head to a place called Ebenezer's. Ebenezer's good, we hope. Um, craft beer place. We're going to wrap up our colours, try and get in there. We've only got about 50 minutes before kickoff, so we're hoping to down a swift double IPA. And we're going to go into the ground. I uh, just saw that the uh, team is unchanged from the Northampton win midweek. Uh, pleased with that? Uh, yeah, I think that's a good decision. I mean, Warren got criticised for changing the team after a win last time, so he's going to stick with the same thing. Fantastic. Let's see if we can uh, get into Ebenezer's good. What's your first impression? I think the railway men is apt. We saw what can only be described as a very attractive, what, 1950s, 60s uh, intercity train oh, yeah. as, we, as we rolled in. It was lovely. Um, we can see the ground from the stadium. We're walking over the bridge now. It's an absolutely beautiful British autumnal mild day. And you know what? My first impressions of crew are pretty quaint, pretty nice. There's no Shrewsbury, but no. we do feel like we're in the north. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on the left-hand side, as we go across the bridge, we've got a really old uh, 1960s sort of like office building. That looks like it needs to be knocked down. But on the other side, a beautiful brick building, reminiscent of the, uh, the buildings outside Derby Station, actually. Similar brick colour uh, and obviously similar usage. Kebab shops and pubs. Two great railway towns. Sustained pressure, Tom, from Derby County, corner after corner. A few nice early touches from Matt Bird, finding space now at number 10 space. Feeling good? Yeah, it looks like a good start from Derby. We've come out and we're determined not to have an upset here. Tom, not a lot has happened since we last spoke. We're about half an hour into the game. We've just seen crew go, kind of do a job on Miami, actually. Naomi will be disappointed with, with how we performed there on that one-on-one. Wilson have made a good save, I think. Wilson would have been disappointed to concede from there. But we go straight up the other end. Barkhausen seems to be through on the left channel. And he's got no idea what he tried to do. Yeah, um, he's had a poor half, to be honest. Barkhausen, he's given the ball away a few times. And um, every time the ball comes to him, it looks like the move breaks down. Um, Derby getting a bit frustrated by things. and uh, But I'm in control of the game. Ultimately, it's been played in the crew half. It just needs to, when we get that goal, um, then we should be able to hold on to it. Adebisi sends in a good cross. Surely! Courtney Baker Richardson! Through Alexandra 1, Derby County 0. Derby are 1-0 down, Tom. Uh, Nyambi seems to get sucked into the middle of the park. There was room down this left-hand side right in front of us. They got the ball in. Uh, the Derby defence seemed to just sit and watch as uh, a man put it into the back post. It was way too easy. Barcastle didn't challenge enough. Then no one came out across. Like Nelson put a half challenge in. Barcastle wasn't there for the cross. And then the cross came in. I don't know where Forsyth was, was. I don't know what was happening at the back post. But it was too easy for Baker Richardson. And that's the first shot on target. It's the first goal. Really, really poor defending. And it's been disappointing from Derby from the fact that the ball breaks down in the middle. And there's loads of space in that midfield, unfortunately. So, 1-0 uh, crew. Let's see how Derby respond. I didn't think, Tom, we did an awful lot wrong in that half. To be honest, I thought we generally dominated the play. Had some, you know, a couple of goalmost scrambles from some set pieces. We got in behind him a few times down the wings, but final ball was lacking. A couple of decent balls from the right to the back post, but Barkhausen and co. just looked completely in, enabled to get on the on the end of them. What did Derby need to do differently second half to, to rescue this game? And, and I think, importantly, get a win without having to go to a replay. I think it's taking taking chances, isn't it? Because Derby look like they've got um, a lot of play down the wings. Um, it then quite, gets quite slow when we get into the box and it's like, there's been some hopeful crosses in from Mendes Lang which have gone over the top of people. They need to be better quality. Uh, Nyambi's got down the right-hand side a few times as well and again, they need to be better quality. Um, I think there's a, sh- a cross shot from Barkhausen uh, to Washington who maybe could have scored um, in that first half as well. Derby have had the chances and we haven't taken them. We need to be more ruthless and we need to move that ball quicker because crew are very happy to sit in deep and as soon as they sit in deep, Derby look like got no idea. Yeah, Crew, I think, a, a decent footballing team. We've seen glimpses of that during the match. But they've obviously come with a game plan to sit in, soak up pressure and maybe get a goal on a break, which which worked perfectly for them in that first half. I mean, what, Louis Sibley on for... Sort of, Barkhausen's had a, a pretty awful half, in my opinion, in terms of his quality on the ball. Sibley on for him, maybe? I don't see what the Papa John's Pele is going to do in this game, to be honest. <laughs> if I'm totally honest, like, I mean, yeah, fine. Um, yeah, that's maybe the option, isn't it? But um, I actually don't know in terms of personnel what you change. I think actually I would 
I would look to. We seem quite fluid in, in, in the forward lines. I, uh, Bird and Smith getting in behind Washington, and then Howard seems to be dropping deep and allowing uh, Niambi to get further forward and t- create an overload on the right hand side alongside Mendes Lang. I actually think it's working. I wouldn't change anything in the first 15, 20 minutes. I'd just say go out there and do it a little bit better and a little bit more clinically and a little bit quicker. And if we do that, I think we should score goals in the second half. Hi, I'm Nathaniel Mendes Lang, and you're listening to Steve Bloomer's Washington. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you're down, Tom. It's the same pressure at the crew end. Counter-attack and they score easy again. Quite simply, it should be 1-1. How does Mendes Lang miss that? If he's not offside, then he's got a score and he misses a chance. They get the ball. Ball goes forward. I've got a problem with this because the ball goes forward from their penalty area and it goes into our half. There's no pressure. Bradley's then rolled way too easily and it's 2-on-2. Two two. Really, really poor defending. And we're going out of the cup at the moment. So Collins, Wilson, Cashin on uh, with 20 minutes to go, I think. What do you think, Tom? You got a goal on us? It doesn't look like we got a goal on us. It's, um, it's been really slow and really predictable in the last sort of 10 minutes or so. Um, I think you missed it. Oh, hello! Oh! Kane Wilson almost bending one in from a ridiculous angle. Um, it could have been a freak. Um, yeah, it's been really predictable. I think you missed some of the substitutions. I think there were five of them there. Derby have been incredibly poor going forward. Just so slow. Um, and actually, they're creating the chances. There's space behind this crew team. There's still time for get goals back in this game. So Derby had the ball in the back of the net, Collins tapping in from what was actually a really nice move down the left-hand side from Aaron Cashin, Max Bird and uh, Kane Wilson. I mean, no one seems to be complaining it was offside. If Collins did stray offside, something seemed pretty unforgivable. Didn't need to be offside in that position. As I said about 10 minutes ago, there's still time for Derby to get back into this game. We've got 10 minutes left plus stoppage time. And Derby needs to be more ruthless in front of gold and, and not, not be offside if you're going to get those chances. Mendes Lang creates space for the strike and it goes in. We could be set for a very interesting finish here. 
Mendes Lamb's got a goal back for Derby with two minutes left in the clock plus stoppage time. Seemed like an awful bit of goalkeeping, but it makes it interesting. Absolutely interesting there. Terrible goalkeeping. Ruizar and Akashin on the overlap down the left wing. Where's the centre-back's gone? Don't lose it, Mendes Lang. Instead, score a goal. Lovely. Goal. <laughs> we are Derby. So for Rams. Derby stretching the pitch. Mendes Lang finds Haurahan. Derby have got out of jail. The captain may have just saved their blushes in added time. Connor Harrahan, one of the worst players on the pitch for Derby today, gets the equaliser. Derby, super Derby, super Rams, we are Derby, super Derby, we are Derby, super Rams, we are Derby, we are Derby, super Derby, super Rams. So uh, we're at, me and Tom just jumped back on the train after grabbing uh, an absolutely massive chicken that Tom invested in, and it's uh, incredibly messy, but it is tasty, so fair play to crew for that. Got some dune bars, got some kingfishers, and got some other... Uh, Nuki Brown. Brown, classic Nuki Brown away day. Um, and we've actually sat down in front and with a, quite a few vocally... Uh, yeah, vocal Derby County fans. And you know what? I saw these guys, and I saw the empty seats opposite them, and I thought... These are my kind of guys to sit next to and get into it, get into it big time. So I've got uh, I've got a father and son opposite me, uh, Jamie and Ian, and we've always already got it out of our system uh, today and Paul Warren. But Jamie, first of all, just let's just deal with today first. Quite a fun, away, quite a fun away day by the end of it. Uh, what are your initial reflections on that game? Uh, I disagree that it was fun. Um, and, and, and that might be me watching a lot of football. Um, but I thought that they were very poor, devoid of ideas um, in the final third again. Um, very negative football playing down the wings, looking at Connor Washington in the middle, not big enough to win the ball. Didn't really create anything clear cut. I know Collins had a goal disallowed. Um, but apart from that, up until the last 10 minutes, didn't look like they'd score. So, Ian, I think we've established you're very much in the Paul Worn out camp. <laughs> um, but, uh, but put that aside for a second. Can, can you still get excited about two late goals against Crew Away in the, in the first round of the FA Cup? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, we didn't lose, so that's the, that's the positive. We're still in the FA Cup. But come on, you know, we have no God-given right to beat anyone. We're... But we are a big club and we do expect to come away against a crew team who are a good team and really win. But certainly not to go 2-0 behind. And I, I think the manager um, is devoid of ideas. He's got no plan B. Um, he, tactically, I think he's naive. Um, and I think he's very, very one-dimensional. 
I quite like him. I like his candour. I like his openness at interviews. He's probably great for you guys on um, social media. But I think as a, a, a as a person to get a big club like Derby out of this league, I frankly think he's out of his out of his depth, and I'm, I'm disappointed to say that. And no disrespect to PE teachers, but he reminds me of a PE teacher. Yeah, I had some pretty odd, uh, odd PE yeah. teachers. Uh, Jamie, are you are you one with your father on, on this on this question? Oh yeah, I'm I'm fed up with him completely. Um, I've I've just got no time for him. Um, again, he comes across really well, but it's really difficult to say because I'm not really one to chop and change the manager to have somebody new every 12 months. But he's got no idea I actually think football's moved on since he was successful at Rotherham I think that we're two three years down the line from that we're not building a club and the whole idea behind this is to build a club to move forward I'm more than accepting to stay in League One for two three years if we see some signs of progress but half of this team or half the squad are going next summer even if they fluke their way into the playoffs and get themselves promoted who's here next year who's saying we're not going to be like Sheffield Wednesday the blueprint has to be Ipswich, the blueprint has to be Sunderland, and they were in League One for three, four seasons, but they got it right. Why are we not looking at these clubs? Why do we think that we can sign a lot of 30-year-old League One players, chuck them together, have a go, which they don't normally do, and and get promoted? It's not happening. So, Tom, we are three beers down now, post uh, full-time whistle. We're about, what, half an hour away from rolling into London, Euston. A long day, a long away day, but you know what? 80 minutes, 85, 88 minutes maybe of frustration. Um, ending with, obviously, two late goals, which is always nice to finish with. We had some great chat with some passionate Derby fans, got on with them really well. Uh, Jamie and Ian and a couple of others as well on the train home. Reflections on uh, a classic Derby away day. Yeah, well, you go for the goals, and we got two. Um, and you go for the ales, and we've had num- numerous ales. Uh, and you go for the good company. I've had a good chat with you, Kutch. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. We had a good couple of card games, played a bit of uh, German whist, uh, some two-player whist. Uh, I battered you. You did absolutely batter me. I haven't had the time to reciprocate that, but I'm sure we'll have another train journey at some point. Um, but, yeah, it's been generally it's been a pretty good day out. We didn't lose. We're in the hat for the next round, and um, onwards and upwards. Yeah, the the reward of finally defeating the mighty crew Alexandra, hopefully, at home will be Bristol Rovers uh, at home, I think. Um, not the most glamorous of ties we could have got, as we discussed on the way up, or the most interesting or, 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 or useful of ties for us uh, as London fans, as we discussed on the way up. But um, yeah, we're still in the hat. It's not a defeat, but for me, Tom, the same questions linger as we've been discussing over the last month or so on the podcast about Paul Warren and how he's designing this Derby County team. Yeah, I think um, we talked earlier about it being like, it's not about good football necessarily, it's about effective for the team that you've got. And like we haven't been effective and like we weren't effective today. Like We were slow and ponderous with the ball. Um, we didn't look great at the back. Half an hour, I thought Sonny Bradley was brilliant. And then like for half an hour, he was awful. Like He got completely done with the um, with the sort of collisions with the centre-forward, who eventually then scored. And then he obviously got hooked about 60 minutes in. And, um, and Derby, just like just frustration. It felt like if we've scored, like, we're going to go and win that 3-4-0. But it's as they scored it then gave them something to cling on to and they did it was defence against attack for most of that second half like 
Um, and Derby eventually clawed their way back into it, and I think they were they were desperate for more time in order to score a third goal to avoid it going to a replay. And um, I think Derby will, will should they certainly should, and I think they will uh, succeed in the replay and then be playing Bristol Rovers on the second of December. Yeah, and like I don't want to ball out any particular players generally, but like we, we were kind of both quite critical of Conor Harrahan throughout that match, and I've said you know, almost since he joined Derby that we haven't really seen the best of him I feel like he's underperformed and part of that might be just the system he's playing in and the way that Warren's asking him to play he often most often picks up the ball 60-70 yards away from the goal when we saw today in the last few minutes last few seconds of the game the ball falls to him in the 18 yard box and he bangs it in the top corner well I think it was top corner we don't quite know <laughs> it was pandemonium but you know he banged it in the back of the net is what I'm trying to say and for me the way that we're playing at the moment is not making the most out of the good football players that we actually do. We have we have Kane Wilson, we have Max Burr, we have Conor Harrahan, we have Mendes Lang, and for me, those players aren't getting the ball in the play in the areas they can be most effective, and that's my main complaint. But anyway, as we said, great away day, uh, not ruined by ninety minutes of football. I thought it's generally a good ninety minutes of football. Derby obviously didn't get maybe what they deserved earlier in the game. They did crawl it back and they did get a dramatic late equaliser, which is, you know what, can't complain about that. So, over and out for me from another fantastic away day with uh, Derby Tom.